This is the Ballroom State of Mind podcast, episode six, three-step evaluations after competition. Hi, and welcome to the Ballroom State of Mind podcast. My name is Amber Hader, and I am your host. I'm a life coach and an amateur ballroom dancer. This podcast is where I teach you how to think about life and think about your dancing so that you can win more at both. Let's do it. Hey, how we doing, friends? It's December and it's cold, and I do not like being cold at all. (laughs) I was just in Vegas last week at a competition, and I was so looking forward to the sunshine and a little bit of warmth, and that just did not happen for me. It was cold there. It was so, so cold there. And then I got home, and it was cold here in Oregon, and today I woke up early. I went to the gym, and all the roads were covered with ice. The car was sliding around. It was just yuck. It was just yuck. I don't like the cold, you guys. I'm over it. I'm over it already. Now, I want to talk today about that competition I had last week. So I was in Las Vegas, had a competition. And what I want to talk about this time is how to evaluate after a competition. Now, there's lots of ways that you can evaluate. And I don't always evaluate in the same way. But this is just one way that I want to offer you that you can evaluate your competitions, okay? Now, there's three main points that I want to offer you to evaluate your competitions. One is that you first look at what went well, what worked, what went well, what was good. And we always want to look at that first. We always want to direct our mind to that first. The reason is because it is so easy for your mind to find what went wrong. It's so easy to find the problems, the deficiencies, just what didn't go well. And our brain has no problem finding that. And most of the time, that's the only thing we consider. Most of the time, we don't consider what went well. So secondly, we want to look at what didn't work. So we are going to take the time to look at what didn't work, what didn't go well, but I don't want to belabor that. So when we're looking at what didn't go well, I really want you to minimize that. I I don't want you to create a laundry list of details about everything that went wrong because it's just going to put you into a mindset that's not going to serve you. So we do want to look at what didn't go well. We do want to look at what didn't work, but we don't want to spend too much time there. And after we identify those things, we really want to immediately turn our attention to what we're going to do about it. And so that's the third thing is what am I going to do different? As soon as you identify what went wrong or what didn't go well, rather than camping there, we're just going to immediately reframe it. Okay. So I'm going to go through this for myself for my last competition. So you can kind of see how this process works. You can be as detailed as you want and you'll see, I don't always go into so much detail. I I like to kind of keep it high level, kind of general, but I do go into detail in some of it. Okay. So what went well, what worked for me in Vegas this time? Now, before I dive into that, let me just state for the record why we do this. This is not just to butter you up. This is not just like positive thinking, the power of positive thinking. There is science behind this that as you recount your successes, as you recount what goes well, it reinforces it in your mind. So not only are you showing yourself what went well, You're training your mind to look for what's going well, and you reinforce it, which means you're telling yourself, your brain and your body, 
what we want to continue doing well. So we definitely want to take the time to point it out. This will really help you. This will really help improve your dancing and maintain some of those skills that you develop along the way. So what went well for me in Vegas? First of all, I danced well generally, like pretty consistently. So I want to count that as a success. One more item as I kind of list these things is your brain, as you list what went well, your brain is going to want to interrupt it and qualify it and minimize what went well. So let me give you an example, because I I noticed my brain do it. As soon as I said, I danced well, generally, my brain wanted to say, yeah, except for that first round, which is always a total train wreck. (laughs) So like my brain immediately wants to interrupt me when I'm talking about what went well. And so I'm going to try and list what went well for me without qualifying it, without interrupting it, without letting kind of those negative things creep in. Okay. So I danced well, generally, I was a little more consistent in that, in that overall, I can't point to any one round that was super bad. So I can tell that my dancing's getting a little bit more consistent. That's good. I had a positive attitude pretty much the whole time. I was not derailed by anything that went on. I was not derailed by any mistakes that were made. I did not derail emotionally, like depending on what was going on with other competitors or judges. So I kept a really positive attitude through all my dancing. So happy about that. Uh, I made all of my finals. That was a good thing. Out of all of my 22 results that I got, 19 were in the top three and only three did I not place. So happy about that. I danced silver for the first time. I danced pre-silver, which was not really planned ahead of time. And I had really minimal preparation. And so I feel really good about dancing in a silver round, breaking the glass ceiling for me, getting out of bronze for once, dancing some silver. And actually I placed well. I And all five of my dances, I placed second. So happy about that. That went great. In my championship round, I did the A championship for the closed bronze and I got first place in my championship. Super awesome. Feel great about it. And then in my scholarship, I did the B scholarship for closed bronze and I made the final excellent. And then I got fifth. I'm going to talk more about that fifth place mark later, but for now, I was happy to make that final. I was happy to be a part of that final for that B scholarship. So now I can be more specific about what went well. And I recommend that you do so. I recommend that your list of what went well is as long as you can make it. There's no reason to hold back here. So you can even look at each dance, what went well, were there figures that you nailed? Show yourself those figures, remind yourself how that went. Were there some uh, dance styles that were better this time? For me, my cha-cha and rumba this time were pretty consistent and scored pretty well, which I'm really happy about because my cha-cha has struggled in the past. It's the first dance that I do when I come out onto the floor. And sometimes if your cha-cha isn't super great, super strong from the beginning, you can get kind of all your other dances that follow can kind of get judged by your cha-cha. So I've been working on my cha-cha a lot. So the fact that my cha-cha and my rumba did reasonably well, pretty consistently this time was really good. I just really felt good this time. And I, and so I'm happy about that. All right. So always recount what went well, do it first, make the list long and as specific as you can. Then I want you to move on to what didn't work. 
Now, I think I'm going to go back and forth. So when I tell you something, what didn't work, I'm just going to immediately kind of reframe it into what I'm going to do about it. And there's reasons for this, kind of like I stated before, is we don't want to camp in the place where we're just putting ourselves down, where we're just recounting what's wrong with us. It's just not good. It's not going to get you into a good mindset. It's not going to be motivating. It's going to demotivate you. It's going to discourage you. So the only reason we need to look at what didn't work was not to beat ourselves up. The only reason we need to look at what didn't work was so that we know what to do different next time. So what didn't work for me this time is my first round was a little bit all over the place. This has been common for me and it's something that I'm working through. My first round, I'm always emotionally just amped up. Like I'm excited. I'm like a racehorse who's just antsy behind the gates. And I'm just like, let me out, let me out. And so <laughs> the first round I come out swinging and I tend to overdance. I tend to overdo my turns. I tend to grab my partner more. I tend to tense up a little bit more. That is something that I struggled with a little bit this time. So what do I want to do about that? I need to figure out how to calm myself from the beginning. So I need to try some things that can soothe me and settle me ahead of time. I might need to try to actually use up some of my energy before I even dance. I might need to work out or something. I don't know, to like tire myself a little bit right before I go out. That's something I could try. I might need to listen to music before I go out. That's a little bit more calming. That helps me settle down. I'm very influenced by music. So if I listen to some music that's a little bit calming, that might help me settle myself. Chewing gum is something I've been thinking that maybe I should try because chewing gum to me feels casual and it feels easygoing. And so I've noticed that when I chew gum, it relaxes me a little bit. So when I'm coming out emotionally amped up, I also need to think about what am I thinking about that might be amping me up? And what do I need to be thinking about that's calming me down? I might actually need to think things like this isn't a big deal, that this round doesn't count that much or that it's not that important. And it might seem counterintuitive, counterintuitive to you because it might seem like I'm not going to dance as well if I think that way, but I just got to test it. I just got to test it because if I make it a big deal and I make it bigger in my mind, then I tend to overdo it. So I got to experiment and see what's going to work for me to get me into the emotional state that I need. And I might need to get into an emotional state where I just don't take that first round seriously. And so that might calm me down. All that matters is what works to get you into the emotional state that you need so that you can dance in the way that you want to. So it's totally okay for me to think this isn't that big of a deal. It's not that important. It's just my first round. It's just my lowest level that I'm dancing today. All of that's totally fine to think if it gets me the results I want. It's perfectly possible that thinking that way can actually make me place better than thinking the opposite. Because when I think the opposite, I overdance and I don't tend to score well. So I just got to try some things. What else didn't go well? Well, when I looked at my pictures that the professionals took, I tend to have a straight face. <laughs> I call it RBF, which is Russian ballroom face in my world. And so a lot of my pictures, I wasn't smiling very much. And I know I am smiling and I, oh, and I know I feel great, but it's not coming across. So I need to figure out what am I going to do about it? I need to figure out how to smile more, how to have a more joyful expression or how to have more dynamics in my facial expressions. 
And one of the things that I can do, I think to work on that is first of all, smile more in practice. I'm almost never, I realized smiling or emoting in that way when I'm practicing and whatever we're doing in practicing, we're probably doing in a competition. So I definitely can apply that more in my practicing. The other thing I was thinking I should try is making sure that I absolutely 150% know my choreography and my figures and my technique, because I've noticed that when I'm thinking more about that, if I'm doubtful at all about my choreography, if there's any little bit of doubt in there about the choreography, if I know it, then I'm concentrating so much more on that, that I can't play with my emotions. I can't play with my facial expressions. I can't play with the judges or with the audience because I'm just concentrating more. So that's something within my control that I can work on that I can use to my benefit so that if I know my choreography so much better and so much more solidly, then I can play with my emotions a little bit more, which is what I want. That's what I want to do differently. I want to smile more. I want to be happier, more joyful, all that. Now I was looking at my specific dances this time and my swing wasn't scored as favorably. So that's good for me to notice. That's good for me to see. And rather than being like, oh no, my swing is getting worse because historically my swing has scored really well. So rather than thinking like, oh no, my swing is getting worse. I just need to see, oh, my swing didn't do well this time. That's interesting. I wonder what that's about. And one of the things we already did do about this is um, we had a lesson with a pro, a female pro while we were in Vegas and we addressed the swing and she approached his swing in a different way. So already there's different ways that I can approach my swing, my East coast swing to try next time to work, to work on in my practice and to try next time to see if it scores better. If I make these adjustments now, the last thing that I want to say kind of didn't go well was that fifth place in my scholarship. And here's what I want to say about that. Truth of all truths is I don't think I deserve fifth place. I think I danced a lot better than that. And I for sure think I should have placed in the top three. And yet there's not a lot I can do about that. There was a judging panel that I think was more favorable to me. And there was a judging panel that wasn't. And so the favorable judging panel tended to judge me better. I tended to get higher marks. And then the other one just didn't. And I can't control that part. So I can rage and rail against that. I can spin about that. I can blame that on them but I'm not going to learn anything for myself if I choose to think about it that way. Now I am going to do a podcast later about the emotions more specifically about competitions and the things that we feel after competitions, but I don't want to get too much into that on this podcast. I just want to point out that after I had all of my feels about that fifth place result, I decided how I wanted to feel about it intentionally. So you'll have probably an initial reaction that's emotional, um, how you feel about it, what you think about it. And then if that reaction doesn't serve you, which mine didn't, then you want to choose more intentionally how you do want to think about it. So here's what I decided. I decided I don't want to blame it on the judges. I don't want to blame it on that. I want to figure out what's within my control that I can work on so that I don't get fifth place next time. I can't control the judges. I can't control their marks. I can't control what they like or dislike, but I can control me. So here's where I kind of landed with it is I want to decide that I want to be so clearly dominant when I dance that there's no question 
because there's more than one judge judging me. There's five to seven judges, sometimes more depending on the competition and all that. So if a panel of judges decided that I got fifth, then that means I wasn't dominant enough that several of the judges thought I did well enough to do better than that. So, so that means I need to be more consistent in my dancing. I need to be more dominant in my dancing so that more judges see that. And that's on me. That's not on them. That's on me. And so I got to decide what I want to focus on. I got to look at those marks a little bit more closely. I got to decide which styles maybe I need to give a little bit more attention. I need to apply myself more in my figures and my technique within those figures. And that's all within my power. So that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to worry about the judges and, and I'm just going to get to work because spinning out and putting myself in kind of a victim-y place where I'm blaming it on other people, it's not going to empower me. It's not going to motivate me to do better. It's not going to motivate me to work more if I believe it's outside of my control. So I'm just going to focus on what I can do. And that's where I landed with it. So this is just kind of a brief way that we can evaluate ourselves after a competition. First, look at what went well. Be profuse. Do not hold back. Be specific. Write a list as long as you can. Let yourself see all the ways that you did well, all the ways that you've improved, all the work that you've done since your last competition, especially. Okay. Secondly, what didn't go well? Do not be profuse. Do not focus on it for very long. Do not be super specific. Just look at it long enough to determine what you need to do to amend your practices. What do you need to focus on before your next competition? That's the only reason that we're looking at what didn't go well. So the third thing then is what would you do different? So as after you identify what didn't go well, immediately reframe it to what am I going to do about it? What are we going to do different? And those are all the things that will inform you on what you need to do next. What are you going to do in your practices? What are you going to do in your lessons? What do you need to consult coaches about? And that is all stuff that if you focus on that, your dancing is going to get better quickly. If you spin out emotionally on, on negative things that like your brain wants to do, like why you didn't do well or why something's gone wrong or why you suck or any of that's garbage. Don't dwell on that. That's not going to help you move forward. So take the time to do this. Take the time to evaluate after your competitions. There's so much that happens at a competition that you can learn from. You got to collect all that data when you're in a competition so that you can use it to help you improve going forward. So take the time to do it. Always important to evaluate. Hope this was helpful. Like I said, there's lots of other ways to to evaluate yourself and I'll probably address them in future podcasts, but this is a good place to start. And if you're competing, super proud of you, super proud of you for getting into the arena and doing hard stuff. Anytime I do a competition at the end of the day, I just decide that I am proud of me. I'm proud of me in my forties for picking up something new. I'm proud of me in my forties for doing something hard, allowing myself to be judged, allowing myself to go to a competition, to be compared to other people, to put myself out there and to be judged and to see how I do. And people aren't willing to do that. Y'all, they're not willing to put themselves in that position. They're not brave enough. So if you're competing, no matter what happens in a competition, I want you to always, always be proud of you. Always remember that you're doing a hard thing. Always remember that you're doing something other people aren't willing to do. And you have to pat yourself on the back for that. Never forget 
that you're doing that hard thing that people aren't willing to do. All right. Super proud of you. I'm going to talk to you next time. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you know any other ballroom dancers who you think might benefit from this podcast, be sure to pass it on. For more information on how to connect with me, be sure to check the show notes for my contact information or go to amberhater.com and contact me that way. We'll see you next time.